0: EarthBed Muscle is a grassroots supplement company created by some of the best strength coaches in the United States to provide their athletes with wholesome supplements. EarthBed Muscle has changed the supplement industry with their minimal ingredient approach to sports nutrition. Dane's Platform is also brought to you by The Acceleration Diet. The Acceleration Diet is a customized weight loss program catered to each individual, their needs and their schedule. Accelerate your metabolism today with The Acceleration Diet. Finally, Dane's Platform is also brought to you by Holistic Encapsulations. Holistic Encapsulations provides organic hemp extract with an incredible 27 to 1 CBD ratio. Loaded with CBDs, hemp extract has been shown to decrease anxiety, have a positive impact on cancer, improve sleep, improve brain function, and decrease inflammation. Head over to holisticencapsulations.com today and get on the path to holistic recovery.
1: All right, so we're here with another episode of Dane's platform, and I want to give a big thanks to all of our sponsors the Acceleration Diet, Earth Fed Muscle, and holistic encapsulations. I'm extremely excited. The um, the protein pancakes are here from Earth Fed Muscle. Yes. They're available on the website. Buy them now. Get swole. Recover well.
0: <laughs> is that buy now and deliver by Friday? Is that what the deal is?
1: Well, they're not live. But oh, this, they're not live yet. This would be released after they're That's live. That's a good point. So thanks, me. Thanks, for <laughs> yeah. ru- thanks for ruining <laughs> Damn, this, though. I'll just leave now. <laughs> So I'm here with Noah Kennedy White. We're going to discuss um, functionality, and uh, I should maybe we should title this "The Cult of Functionality." Um, that's a good. That's
0: a I, dude. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um,
1: so, no, you can take it over okay. here.
0: So this was this. So all right. So I wake up on Monday morning. I'm getting ready for work. And Dane texts me out of nowhere with an Instagram post. He's like, dude, check this out. I just went in on this guy. (laughs) Like, it's ridiculous. So I go through it, and after some super sleuthing, I come to realize that Dane had what probably amounted to a very well-reasoned debate with uh, (laughs) a, a guy on Instagram. Um, but by the time I got there, Dane's comments had been deleted because apparently the knowledge bombs were too strong. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you could probably speak more to what the conversation your specific conversation pertained to. but having been read through all of the all of the comments on his post, I could, really got a good feel for what this guy is really all about.
1: Yeah, so basically he, to me, he seems like uh, like an entitled brat. His name's Naughty Aguilar. Uh, I think that's his last name. Uh, He looks like a little troll, like actually looks like a troll, but he, so he's, he runs functional patterns and then he calls himself like the Mayo hackers, his personal, uh, Instagram. And he's just, it's sort of sad because some of the stuff he actually talks about in training, it's actually reasonable. He has some good stuff where he, he attacks a lot of conventional wisdom that we use, uh, in powerlifting and Olympic weightlifting and, uh, strength training in general. And he attacks. He attacks some points that are actually very reasonable, and I I was attracted to him because of that. Uh, I wanted to, you know. You're attracted to him? Yeah, physically. <laughs> no, not physically. He looks like a troll, so I'm not. Um, I was never the troll type. But he, uh, he. I've seen him attack Ben Bruno for doing all the glute stuff that he does, and I actually like that he attacked him. And what's funny is that he he was calling Ben Bruno a bitch he wouldn't debate me blah 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 you're such a pussy like oh my god and he was like using all these like just calling him out all the time about how he won't debate him because he knows he'll get owned by by nowtie and and uh, what's funny is he wouldn't debate me after I I'd given him all this evidence that proved a lot of the stuff he says is wrong and is actually completely just based in lies um but he wouldn't debate with me because uh, I challenged him and said look come on a debate with me let's see let's have a discussion about what you perceive as functional training versus what i perceive as functional training so i think what's sad is that he does have some reasonable things to say that make sense and that's what drew me in in the beginning but when you question who he is and and question you know his his basis of training and then you question like He bases his functional training in, like, this evolutionary history that's completely false. And then you ask him for, you know, actual evidence. He just blocks you, which is what happened with me.
0: He blocks you and he calls you a retard.
1: Yeah, he He, he called me a fucktard, like, four times. Um, And one of the guys that actually commented on it, like, Hey, I train mentally disabled, you know, athletes. Like, can you stop with, with the with calling him this, like, this is just, it's out of control, like, he, and then he, he called me a fucktard, he called me a fucking retard, and, he was, he was on a
0: roll, he really was. Yeah,
1: and, it, and every argument he would have back wasn't an argument, it was him just calling me names, so, um, so, so, no, my goal for this was, I wanted to go over my perception of functional training, and, and include you a little bit in the discussion, I <laughs> and <it>. then, <laughs> I did want to go a little bit into like the the anthropological side behind his argument, um, mainly because I was a religious studies major and a history major and I had a lot of anthropology courses and I understand evolution and I understand um you know the the presence of farming and, and things like this. So if we if we go back to his original post, um maybe if you pull that okay, up. I'm trying to get it right now. Okay. <laughs> If, if we could pull that up, and then sort of read it to everybody, and then that that ridiculous thing he throws in at the end. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was my
0: favorite part. Okay,
1: so this is the post,
0: and it's, it's just a text post. So it reads, functionality in training is simple. Prioritize training around the movements humans evolved to do most. That sounds reasonable so far. Correct, yeah. In order, we walked, ran, and threw as a priority for survival. Just those three movements. Yeah. Those functions shaped our evolution in movement. They also indicate what functional training is relative to human biology. Uh, And he has this whole long spiel that you don't really need to read in the comments. But his last thing is, FYI, hip thrusters, back squats, and deadlifts are the most, he says, retarded thing in the world of functionality. Anyone who murmurs those exercises with the term functional is a complete moron. So let's be moronic. Yeah, so
1: (laughs) I, I think what's funny is that he, even in those comments, he called Gray Cook a... A retarded dope, I believe it was, because he uses he uses overhead squats for his functional screening. Uh, Yeah, I saw that one. And and he talks about how there should never be any any you know functional human beings didn't evolve functional like to do anything overhead, which is absurd. Like so, right away, I I can sit here and I can think about swimming. Um, Human beings have been swimming for quite a while. Uh, there's historical evidence of Aborigines hunting birds, flocks and flocks of birds, underwater where they could hold their breath for three to four minutes at a time and they would pull these birds and just pile and pile underwater and drown them. And then that would be what they would eat for you know a week at a time. But swimming is overhead, um, which is funny, and they would be pulling these birds that would be uh, above them. But also, just for, you know, simple, very, very simple comparisons, we could go through um, the images of African women walking around with baskets on their head. What do they have to do to get those baskets on their head? They have, they have to put them over their head. And they this has been going on for thousands of years. It's been passed down through generations. And this isn't something new. This, this is thousands and thousands of years. Um, climbing trees, jumping, and grabbing a branch doing you know pulling yourself up so that you could climb a tree and and get fruit and get nuts and then you process the nuts but then what else would you do after you climbed a tree you could sit in the tree and you would you know pick off an animal but to get into the tree you had to do something overhead you'd have to pull yourself up the tree or do a you know jump to a branch and pull up so a lot of these things were done overhead not to mention he says he uses throw throwing so almost all throwing movements are overhead even shot putting is actually overhead. Um, so for doing a shot put or a discus throw or a javelin throw, which ironically is made from a spear, which to be made from a spear, you'd have to fell a tree down, you know, fell a tree and then you process that tree and you make a spear and then you throw it overhead. So a lot of these things have just, you know, I, I was so enraged by how, like it was ridiculous yeah. it was remarkable right it really was so, so like that shit just pisses me off <laughs> and he's just spewing this functional bullshit and I don't know if I should you know continue to go on because then we had this long discussion about um, I started using uh, farming and basically farming was introduced agriculture it was introduced you know 10 to 12,000 years ago and he started to argue that only until five hundred years ago was um, was farming actually prevalent in all of, in all of humanity, and he started to use the Native Americans as this because I was arguing that even let's just say everybody's a nomadic tribe. Far, um, first of all, if everybody's a nomadic tribe, for some reason in his mind, all they're doing is walking and running <laughs> and, and throwing, throwing things,
0: <laughs> but not overhead. Yeah, they're not they're <laughs> not doing
1: anything overhead. And they're not, you know, they're not jumping. They're not squatting. They're not getting logs for their fire by deadlifting big logs, apparently. Because, and that's, that's the overriding theme here is that this douche has never done any manual labor. Like he's, he could I, I welcome him to come to my farm and to split wood with me with an axe and, or a maul and not do it overhead. Not split overhead because it is overhead. I challenge him to come and help me move giant big wheels of firewood. That we move around without deadlifting it, you know, you can't deadlift it at all. You can't even get your fingers on it and, and roll it. You can't even do that because deadlifting apparently is stupid. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, yeah. That's so, ridiculous. <laughs> so the, the overriding thing that we ended up arguing about with agriculture was like I was saying, you know, you build shelters and people who were, and so he was trying to argue that hunter gatherers never built shelters, which is completely false. Um, but then he also started to say that Native Americans were completely nomadic. And he didn't understand that the Nez Pierce were static hunter-gatherers. So they lived in one area, but they were hunter-gatherers. Uh, the Cherokee were hunter-gatherers that lived in one area. And on top of that, the Pueblo natives fucking were farming. Like no nobody even knows how long they were farming. <laughs> And nobody even knows how long they were living static in their in their pueblo houses. Like this is a this is a tribe that could have been farming for fifteen to twenty thousand years. We don't even know what the background is, but behind them with farming. So he's using all these examples, and when you punch the hole in his in his examples, he calls you a dumbass or a moron or dope instead of actually arguing with anthropological evidence against you know what you're providing him. So. I don't even know where to go from here. Uh.
0: (laughs) I mean, I just like, to the squatting thing. There's no way you can't tell me that's not just a basic functional human movement pattern. Right. Like, I I really hate to cite a study without having the actual citation, but there have (laughs) been longevity studies where they've shown, like, Top three correlates between something and long life, and one of them is leg strength.
1: Right. Yeah, because yeah. if
0: you go back and think about it, like when you're old and decrepit, and if like every time you have to stand up, if that is like a max back squat, your cardiovascular system you and shot. like your skeletal muscular systems are destroyed, right? Absolutely destroyed. So there's nothing more functional than living long, <laughs> and like to do that, having some sort of muscle mass coming from a squat, perhaps.
1: So, so what he would say to that? sorry, Naudi. I don't want to put words into your fucking troll-ass mouth, you little bitch. By the way, I want to challenge you right now to a debate, a debate on a podcast, and let's have a little functional contest where we have a sprint, and then we can have a throw because those are two things that you say you, you run, you walk, and you throw. So we can have a race walk of like a mile. Then we can have a sprint of like 30 meters, which I'll torch your bitch ass, and I weigh 240 and I'll still torch you, and I'm old and suffering from Lyme disease. And then we'll have a throwing contest to see who's more functional with throwing and then to make it even more functional let's have a survival fight where it's like (laughs) me versus you and whoever wins the fight is more functional because that's the other thing that's funny is like mongols and you know vikings and the natives that were inhabiting north america to survive they fought people and the bigger stronger people were the ones that they chose to be the warriors. Like, they were the gladiators. They were the ones that would go in and scrap. So, it was
0: mainly because their walking gates were so just perfect. Yeah. yeah they had yeah. the perfect movement. Yeah.
1: So, now let's, let's, after we do the podcast with a debate and a, and a sprint and a speed walk and a throw, uh, we'll have a fight too. And whoever wins the fight is more functional. I'd be more than happy to fight you. I, I'm excited to watch the race walk, actually. all <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <haul> of those. <laughs> um, but to go back to the, the whole squatting thing, it's like, well, for what he would say is that you shouldn't be training like a traditional back squat. Um, I'm assuming he means like goblet squatting would be okay and bullshit Probably. like that, which is fine. And and I think that that's where what's fun, what's what what's sort of frustrating from my perspective. It, perspective is is that he he uses these blanket statements right. of functionality and it's like well what's functional for a guy who's right. playing in the NFL yeah. versus a, a guy who's a, a wrestler versus a guy who's a thrower there are three different functionalities it like, right. like it always depends right and and if you have a guy who's a garbage man and he's throwing things and rotating all the time but he's got to pick up heavy loads all the time He's going to have to train a little bit differently than the guy who's a desk jockey sitting behind a desk, you know, who's an accountant. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> And that's what – so my argument to him was I, I said to him, listen, like most of my older people, I don't train with Olympic weightlifting. Like, but we do front squat. We do goblet squats. We do single leg squats. We do things that are going to help them in their everyday life. like, And that's perfectly fine. One more thing to throw in. Please. He added, um, he was like, you're fucking dope. I get fucking results and you don't. So I had to throw this in. He trains this guy, Kyle Dake. And and I think that they just hooked up. Like he must have. Uh, like a wrestler? Yeah. Yeah. He just, they just started working together. Okay. Um, So I was like, okay, you get the results. I train a professional wrestler, Nick wasowski You train Kyle Dake. Who was on the world team this year? Oh, Gwiz was and Dake wasn't. Who is a world bronze medalist? Nick was, Dake wasn't. Who gets results now, bitch? And he just had no response. <laughs> no response at all. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. So back to the functional <laughs> yes. side. It, it, the whole thing was like, I was arguing with him, and I'm telling him, like, listen, like, I don't have, unless somebody comes in and they say, like, hey, I want to, you know, I want to get into weightlifting and I'm a master. It's like, I'm not going to have them Olympic weightlift. But if it's something that they're interested in, I'm more than happy to do that. So he was then arguing Olympic weightlifting is completely dysfunctional and it ruins people and they can't walk properly, they have bad backs, and they have horrible posture for the rest of their life. Life. And the first thought that popped into my head was this guy like Pyrrhus Dimas, who's been weightlifting since he was seven years old. <laughs> Seriously, Four-time Olympic medalist. He's like 50 years old and he can still snatch and... He's yeah. extremely mobile, <laughs> and other than having a little bit of a beer gut because he likes to drink beer, like he's pretty healthy. Gotta enjoy yourself after right. all those Olympics. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> so. I don't know, no, I'm, I'm really putting you on the spot because I don't know where to go with the rest of it. I mean, to the Olympic weightlifting point,
0: it's just a sport that really lends itself to full ranges of motion through most of the major joints of the body. Right. So like hips, knees, ankles, shoulders, you're moving through completely full ranges of motion and most of the movement planes all the time right. and yeah there are easy ways to screw that up and screw up your body but any sport literally sometimes just living your body falls apart right like so there, there's really good ways to do it and there's really bad ways to do it but just because there are bad ways doesn't make it inherently bad like it yeah. can be a very good thing
1: yeah and, and so he would say you know the overhead part is absolutely absolutely absurd and that's where it's like um not really it's not <laughs> no. absurd because we still evolve like dude I have a guy that Lives on my property. Who's seventy three years old, and he can still climbs trees. Like, yeah, he's very functional. Because
0: if we didn't evolve, you can't. We're not at the point where we can escape our. Uh, excuse me, escape our evolution. Yeah. Like if we weren't, if we didn't evolve to have the capacity to do this, we wouldn't be able to do it. Correct. Like absolutely, that's just, absolutely. That's yeah. just the way it is. Like yeah. we're not so far advanced where we're a completely different species. Like we're not breaking off or right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we evolved to the point where we wouldn't be able to do this, it we wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, it would, we would be that. inhibited by our body to do it. Yeah, Like exactly. that's the way, that's the way like it would be. If you're not gonna get a fish to Olympic weightlift, because that's <laughs> just not how they evolved. That's what you think. <laughs> yeah, I'm fair. gonna go
1: catch a giant grouper.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, to that end, we should probably get more into your thoughts of functionality and training, um, either sport to sport or just general.
1: Yeah, so if, if I would look at it from a perspective of, you know, even, even, you know, let's use swimming for example. And a lot of people have asked me this: Would I have an Olympic weightlifter, or, or would I have swimmers Olympic weightlift? Actually, I would for sure, because there's one. They always tend to be a little wobbly overhead because they swim so much. They're in the water so much. They have a little bit of. Un, they're a little uncoordinated because they're they're in like that zero gravity type feeling um, all the time. But with that being said they also need Olympic weightlift because there's no stretch shortening cycle when they come off the blocks and when they come off the wall when they hit the wall because of the water there's no there's no like us there's no stretch reflex off the wall it's pretty much the water stops them and then they have to push off from a dead stop and that's where you know so let's use functional side of how I would train a weightlifter or a swimmer we would actually do some back squats to a box um, Back squats into the hold to mimic coming off the wall, snatches off of the block, snatches, power snatches to help their shoulder stability. To actually, I actually feel that snatches would improve their structural health in their shoulder. And then on top of that, lots and lots of overhead movements because what happens when you swim? You're overhead. So a lot of pulls, like pull ups, chin ups, neutral grip pull ups, you know, even lap pulls, um, banded stuff like that because you are overhead when you're swimming and swimming is an evolutionary thing that the human body has adapted to over the last, you know, if you don't believe in evolution it's what 7 to 10,000 years since sure. you know what history <laughs> supposedly started or if you believe in evolution longer even longer than that. So yeah. but that's the other thing I was arguing is like even if we if we believe that the world's only been around for 7,000 years there's evolution in, you know, three or four generations. There's evolution based off of what we're eating. There's evolution off of like being a farm family. All everybody in farm families are just huge monstrous people <laughs> because they have to be. So, I think, you know, directly regarding swimming, that would be the functional mode of training would be teach them how to be explosive off the blocks, teach them how to have greater power output with their with their pulls, and that would involve overhead pull-ups, you know? So it seems like
0: functionality for a sport might be putting athletes in similar positions, adding resistance, and letting them progress through that resistance. Correct, yes. Cool, right. just, <laughs> yeah. just, wanted, just wanted to break that down. <laughs> Removing the stretch-shortening cycle, having people come off blocks, um, I mean, it's just applying the positions with weight.
1: Yes. Cool. yeah, good. <laughs> That's, that would be my definition of functional, you know strong sure. and, and, yeah, and it's like you sit there and you, you say, okay, I, and, and this is a part with that he does a good job with is that he he does work on he likes to strength train on on numerous planes. and that was one thing that I was you know looking into a lot of the stuff he was saying was that I wanted to know how I could apply it for throwing, right because throwing is so rotational and i wanted to know how i could even apply things um from a wrestling perspective because it is on numerous planes while you're while you're competing so you know taking someone like like nick and what do we do to to address those various planes but at the same time improve his strength so he has a, and, and improve his explosive ability so he has a high power output is we might do a lot of olympic lifts so like power cleans or cleans in the hole because the other thing is is that if he's catching, if he's absorbing force on a front rack, it's very similar to when a guy's taking a shot on him and he has to absorb that force. And if he's, you know, or if he hits a double leg and he goes to to hit a double leg, the guy's front loaded. It's very similar to a front squat or to a, or a clean position. You know, wrestlers are always on, always on single legs. So what are we going to do? We're going to hit single leg squats. And single leg squats with a band attached to his knee from another angle so that he has to be a little bit more stable While he's holding that single leg squat position, you know jump jump lunges that are rotating To handle the different angles and the different force I guess the rotational forces while you're hitting into a split lunge position. Those are ways that we would address and Call it functional for you know the wrestling world and then on top of that you know, if if he would sit there and say, "Oh, bench press is so stupid." Well, what's what's funny is that when you're wrestling, you're always in this sort of upright position, pushing and pulling. So you're always doing a hard push, similar to a bench press, and then you're always pulling. So it's like a push and a pull, and that's where you might see videos of Gwiz on Instagram or online where he's actually dumbbell benching and he's pulling a band, and he's pulling the band with his left arm and dumbbell benching with his right, and then he switches. And it's to teach his body. To push and pull at the same at the same time and to increase power output while he's doing that. So to me that's functional. Whereas, you know, Nowdy, this is the really hilarious part that he does with Dake is he has this machine that he hooks up to their ankle or like their, their calf. And he has them do like this rotational jumps and stuff with this um it's like a pulley machine, but it's 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 a it's not like a true machine that you would see in like I it's super know. specialized and functional. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. super specialized and functional because what happens is we evolved by building machines and then attaching that <laughs> various to your ankle. pulley attachments. <laughs> yeah, with various pulley attachments that you can buy from Nautilus's website for this price.
0: Dude, and honestly like if you just think about the history of sports, yeah. freestyle wrestling as a sport is if you if you're equating functionality functional. to evolutionary development. Freestyle wrestling is such an like strong evolutionary basis Correct. there are a few things more it's, basically human than physically dominating another person well, and with it, your bare hands
1: it's it's supposed to believe it's supposed to be supposedly the oldest sport ever, ever. because okay.
0: there's nothing that's such a natural human instinct right there's a,
1: there's like a story of milo a myth of milo and he was like this guy that would he would wrestle a cow every day and, it, and he started with the cow as a calf <laughs> and like every day he'd pick it up and it it would grow and like that's how he got stronger. And that's
0: progressive resistance. So this is what's funny
1: (laughs) is I'm a religious studies major, okay, the story of Milo is that's how he was lifting. So somebody knew back during (laughs) Greek times that if you did this, if you had progressive resistance, over a period of time, you got stronger and you got better at got wrestling. Better. <laughs> so this dickhead doesn't—he just completely ignores history, and he completely re- ignores religious history that shows that people were doing this before. Athletic performance is the ultimate test of evolutionary capability. So you know people were preparing for these tests thousands upon thousands of years ago, and he's still ignoring it because he just—I don't know—maybe it's he was the hard gainer. He was the guy that was in the weight room and. Couldn't bench press 135 when he was a senior in high school and he wanted to, like, he wanted to make fun of guys that could bench one of them because he's a little troll. I mean, maybe
0: it's just like strength and sports performance coaching is not easy. Like it's not an easy profession. And having people come in and fix everyone, like most people have bad posture. Yeah, yeah. So if your yeah. main thing is like, I'm going to fix your posture, you're going to be walking perfectly, like that's way easier than telling someone I'm going to make you an Olympian. Right. And then you can then you can say, I have the results. Look at all of my people walking well. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe well, that's what it is. It's so, just an easy
1: out. So he tells me, he tells me, me in this argument that he doesn't train athletes, he only trains one athlete, okay. Kyle Diggs. Okay. Everybody else, he's just training for for life fitness, for life functionality. But what's even funnier is that we know, again, based off anthropology, okay, and using the study of you know digs and all this and finding footprints, we know that people used to walk differently. We know that up until about 500 years ago. People did walk differently because they didn't have footwear. So they would sort of walk on the front part of their foot using their toes and the, the fat pads on the front part of your, f- your forefoot, forefoot to figure out where you were walking, and that would sort of pull you along, and we were never really heel strikers. We didn't become heel strikers until about the last 500 years. This is well-known. This is well-documented. Not like super well-known, but people who people uh, who know what they're doing. Yeah, they, <laughs> they understand that we haven't always walked – with a heel strike, or even like,
0: uh, neither of us has been a hunter gatherer, but right. I have to imagine you don't spend a lot of time sitting as a hunter gatherer. Correct. And from your experience farming, is there a lot of downtime where you're just kind of sitting on the couch, locking no. up your hips no. and glutes? No. So maybe developing, maybe because we live differently yeah. now, developing those full ranges of motion in the lower body and yes. the ankles, knees, and hips yeah. would be beneficial for people. Correct. Absolutely. So squatting,
1: squatting, maybe. snatching,
0: <laughs> front squatting. You know, I'm just spitballing. I'm just yeah, yeah, I, 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 as, again, again. I was never a
1: hunter gatherer or a farmer. <laughs> but I just imagine. But it's so funny too because even from a hunter gatherer perspective, this is this is what else. Well, let me let me finish with the with the walking. He doesn't teach people to walk the way we evolved to walk <laughs> for their, up until 500 years ago. Like he teaches, he doesn't teach people how to walk like that, which he should. And that's why you're a bitch now, because you don't even understand how we w- used to walk and how we potentially should be walking if we didn't have footwear today but to go back on all that stuff a hunter-gatherer and this is another i think this is another like miss like preconceived notion that people see like this hunter-gatherer lifestyle as though they're out all day from like sunrise to sunset trying to get food but in reality what it was was four to six hours a day was spent hunting picking berries you know, finding leafy vegetables or anything along these lines, finding nuts and then processing them. And then at night, they would sit around a campfire and they would prepare their food and they would eat and and do their rites and rituals and do their religious stuff and and pray to whoever they believe in and the gods and all that stuff. And then they go to bed in the structures that they built, if they were static, um, you know, they would have these mud houses or whatever, or they would have teepees or, you know, any anything. I'm just throwing out random shelters. Um. So they did do squat. They did squat. Yeah.
0: They did. If you look at so many billions of people around the world, that's the sitting position.
1: Correct. Is yeah. your squat? That's the shitting position. That's <laughs> like, and which is also much better for you. Just put yeah, that. Yeah, there. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody should have a squatty pod. But it's just it's one of I don't know it's 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 something with the whole functional thing that it's like how. <sighs> I, I don't get where everybody gets off that being functional is like sitting on a stability ball or using these iron mace things. Like how is an iron mace training system or a kettlebell training system more functional than sw- squat? Well, if you right.
0: buy our recently put out night training system, our
1: 30 day program
0: for nights, <laughs> then you will get a oh, lot of iron go. mace activity. Okay.
1: <laughs> That's one thing that I said to my brother. I was like, or, or my brother actually pointed this out. He's like, dude, we have all like, there's some animals that have, armor on their body but we didn't evolve to have armor on our body because we can make armor to put to protect ourselves like imagine that
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's crazy
1: but i what one other thing i wanted to throw in here that i was talking with noah about earlier was about um the mongolians and how what was the mongolian functionality because they were like well-known absolute savage yeah to be the most Powerful strongest men in the world and women and if you look at their if you can even look at their their wrestling team today These are dudes that are and they still traditionally wrestle too. It's it's pretty crazy They wear this really weird garb and they wrestle each other in like big arenas with sawdust and stuff, but these guys are just hulking animals, they're just beasts they've evolved to be complete big-ass dudes and what you know there's there's history behind uh, Genghis Khan and Kublai Khan and how these you know twelve and thirteen and fourteen year old children would be would be riding bareback on a horse, which requires what does that require? It requires a significant amount of hip strength and hip mobility and core stability, and what would they be doing? They were known to be shooting bows with bow and arrows, they would be shooting bow and arrows, or arrows, out of their bows <laughs> into the sky and picking up birds while they were flying with 100-pound test freaking... Um, pull tension. <laughs> yeah, pull tension on the bow. So, what is- and imagine that! It's overhead when they're pulling because they're trying to hit something up in the sky and they're strong enough to stabilize themselves with their hips and with their gut that they can still you know shoot a bow while the horse is galloping and have you know the accuracy and the hand eye coordination to pick off an animal so it's like you sit there and it's like what's well, that that's incredible functional strength for the for the mongolians and they were known to do crazy things and and during their camps when they would invade these towns and what and they would have these crazy tests and feats of strength to prepare for their next invasion like this is well documented <laughs>
0: I, dude, every civilization has feats of strength, and yeah. most of them involve picking stuff up off the ground
1: and throwing like, things that yeah, are crazy like, and building like ridiculous things. And and I mean that's where the Highland Games, yeah, come from. exactly. And that's why I don't get why this guy is such a dipshit. <laughs> but I think
0: like I think the issue is in the fitness community now. There are so many of these buzzwords that like people equate to evolution as yeah. they think it is, and assume, and then masses of people assume it's good. So like he's equating functional training to evolution here. It's even like. The with the paleo diet with cross yeah diet. yeah very and true yeah like they're like okay oh, like our ancestors were doing this therefore it's better than what we're doing and not at all necessarily right. like right. Sam and I were talking about this before our ancestors weren't doing burpees over the bar and then right. snatch cycling a barbell thirty times they were running for miles on end to catch prey right. <laughs> that's why like relative to other animals we have much much higher amounts of slow twitch muscles yeah so they were whatever they were eating is not at all necessarily applicable to us today.
1: Well, and it's as, – as, yeah, as far as that's concerned, it's also like people will say, oh, well, paleo. But we've evolved since the paleo age. Right. Like, <laughs> like that's the other thing. Like we've evolved that we can digest grain. But w- there was a point for about 2,000 years where the way we would – we would thresh the grains. Then we would ferment them by soaking them overnight to get rid of the phytic acid. And then we would grind grind ground the grains up in a mortar and then – use them, so we learn how to process them. So when do you do like your Metcons? When, is that, when does that come <laughs> in? <laughs> uh, that comes in right after you use the pestle. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but that's just funny is like the whole Paleo thing, and, and I actually think like, for somebody who wants to like get their whole life back in order, the paleo diet is a good like intro to like getting your shit sure. together. yeah,
0: it's it's a structured yeah. system. Yeah, and then that's you slowly really bring good. in yeah.
1: grains and then you sit there, well, well, we didn't evolve to eat dairy. Well, yeah, we, we've we had dairy, like people have been farming uh, dairy-based products for 10,000 years. Actually, longer than that, there's evidence where there's there was lamb being milked in the Middle East and it's they can tell just by the bone density of what they're finding in these digs but that's not saying that that's raw lamb's milk. So that's the other thing is like processing has changed everything and that's sort of dwindled down the quality of these food products. But that doesn't necessarily mean we haven't evolved to eat, you know, grains or dairy or nuts. And some people can't handle that stuff, but some people still can. But it's all how it's being processed, and it's right. the same shit with movement. It's all about how you're applying it, and it's all about if you can uphold your mobility. And that's the, that's the overriding thing. With the funny part is that he put he posted another thing on his um, his Instagram, his personal one, where it was like, Olympic weightlifting is you must be a retard to do this. And my whole thought process is like, do you ever see a weightlifter run? Like, they actually are pretty fast. Like, they're explosive. They're fast off the line. They have a really good stride because they're mobile in their hips. And they have really long hamstrings because they push their knees back off the floor. And they have good posture in their gut and their torso while they're running so that they're not wasting energy all over the place. They can run efficiently. You know, I'm not saying you know. You look at a powerlifter and they run completely differently because they're so tight. And that's my whole point with this discussion is like, he's arguing that he's putting weightlifting and deadlifting and I mean, I even think deadlifting is extremely functional. It's 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 extremely functional. functional. Like if you have a kid, you've deadlifted a kid before. Yeah. Sorry. Picking
0: stuff up, picking stuff up off the ground is is as functional as a basic human movement. Right. Is one of the basic human movements. Right. For
1: survival, correct. Actually, for survival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: You have to be able to pick stuff up off the ground. Like-
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So this is just a. Uh, um, I guess I just wanted to put this into a little podcast. I don't know if we're gonna get any any uh, closure on this until until I could tag him and.
0: Yeah, and I mean, sh- I think I think it's a good breakdown for people on how. Just looking at how you think about training yeah. and how functionality is a dynamic thing. It's not at all set in stone right. and it completely depends on what your end goals are. And you always just, always take things with a grain of salt. Just be questioning. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the
1: biggest thing is that if somebody's going to start spouting off, this is what was funny is they started spouting off about um, the, the original human and that it was actually in the Western Hemisphere. And even that, what was funny is, okay, well, where's your evidence for this? I Just just show me the evidence because I've studied anthropology. I've studied religious studies. I, you know, I've, I've been in the history world, and I've never heard this. Can you just provide me some evidence? And then when I brought up like Machu Picchu and the, the Aztec civilizations and what they built in these cities that were absolutely absurd. And, yeah. and they had to use manual labor, manual resistance. it Like these people were hulking animals to to do what they did at machu picchu and to do what they did in the aztec ruins of the pyramids and and, and even the pyramids in egypt but they never uh provide any any evidence so that's my whole point is it's like if you're gonna base your functional training around the the evolution of the human being and human society then you better have a firm understanding of human society and how we've evolved and how we've evolved from a societal standpoint and what type of shelters we've built and how we've moved and what how we got our food and how we killed our food and how we prepared our weapons and our tools to get all that because it all involved deadlifting things, squatting things, hammering things out overhead, picking things up, putting them down, putting them up over your head, you know, building these structures so that we could survive and be, you know, protected from the weather. Just try and question everything that you're reading about and then as far as the training side, it's like, well, what's functional for wrestling is going to be different from what's functional for tennis. And if you can find that functionality point in tennis and you're a tennis player then that's a good thing and it's got to be you've got to analyze all these things with a huge grain of salt and if you have somebody like Naudi Aguilar who's just an absolute he's a really I mean he looks like a troll but he actually is a troll somebody who speaks so negatively and calls and, and is name calling instead of actually like Addressing points, and that's my whole point. Is that right. if we would have a debate, I I would love to debate him and just be like, look, I'm not going to call you any names. I just will provide evidence that proves you wrong. Right, <laughs> and then I'll call your name after, I prove wrong. <laughs> but I will make sure to prove the the point and that the point is proven. And by the way, Naughty, I have a book on my shelf. It's called Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. If you want to understand how you know humans evolved, it's a study of the Inuit. It's a study of um, the Lochinchtal Valley in the in Switzerland. It's the study of the Aborigines and um, even like the pygmies in Africa. And this guy went to all these tribes and studied what they ate and how they made things. And how they, uh, this was in the early 1900s. So it was before everybody, it was before like the industrial age really got to these areas. Maybe you should read that and you could get a clue on how these, you know, primal tribes did evolve and what they did do and how they trained warriors to fight and protect and because honestly that's the most functional thing is the warriors were the ones fighting and protecting these tribes they were the ones that were saving you know saving them from an attack or attacking and taking over more more prosperous lands so surviving yeah because that's what
0: evolution is is So who survives yeah it's (laughs) who's who adapts
1: better and then who survives so I don't know. Well, I think that was a good discombobulated roundup. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the whole podcast is a little discombobulated, but yeah. I hope you guys can uh, can enjoy this, and, and maybe this will spark a little further debate, and, and feel free to comment on our Instagram when we post this and make fun of me if you want. But to sign off, Naughty Aguilar, I'm challenging you to a sprint. I'm challenging you to a swimming race as well because I know I'll whoop your ass in swimming because I was a B swimmer. Uh, a wrestling match, a race walk of a mile, and then a fight—not to the death, but a fight to me punishing you hard.
0: <laughs> I challenge. Campaign.
1: Yeah, I challenge you to that. We'll do that after our debate. But we'll we'll get together and we'll have like a little functionality contest. It's
0: like an ancient decathlon.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <that's not. laughs> so here's my challenge to you, but I know you'll back out because you're a little bitch. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> At this time, we want to give a big thank
0: you to all of our listeners for tuning in to another episode of Dane's Platform. Remember to look out for our next episode and check out our sponsors Earth Fed Muscle, the Acceleration Diet, and Holistic Encapsulations. Peace!